0: Hi, it's David Woodwell with another installment of Pennsylvania Legacies, the Pennsylvania Environmental Council's podcast about things going on in and around Pennsylvania for environment conservation and talking with people who make those things happen. And with us today is Andy Hamilton, who is the Mid-Atlantic Coordinator for the East Coast Greenway. He's also Vice Chair of the 9-11 Trail Commission. Board. Board, board. board sorry. Uh, and chair of DCNR's Trail Advisory Committee that makes a lot of decisions about where monies go in the state, or at least recommendations to DCNR uh, about what they have, and DCNR tends to listen, I think. But Andy, thanks for being here today.
1: Great to be here, Doug.
0: So you are dealing with a whole lot of trail and other stuff, and I can ask this because I know the answer. You are a cyclist. I am a cyclist. (laughs) And which came first? Was this you know the Robert Frost thing of vocation, avocation, I think it was Two Tramps in Mud Time was the poem. Was this? Did the cycling lead to the work? Did the work lead to the cycling? Is it?
1: I've always cycled. You know, my grandmother had the great foresight to give me a unicycle when I was five. Um, I still have my wrists uh, almost. Yeah. And uh, but I got off the unicycle and figured that cycling was probably a lot better for me in general.
0: So, were you do it? Did you get into long distance or trail off-road, mountain bike, single track, whatever, or just yes,
1: all, yes. all of the above? Yeah, basically, I didn't have a lot of time to do a lot of long-distance things, so I, I, you know, made up for it for doing as much short distance as fast as possible for years <laughs> and years and years. Okay. So, and you're involved with
0: what really are a couple of the more ambitious trail projects in the country at the moment. Uh, the East Coast Greenway is
1: where. It connects Canada to Key West from Calais, Maine to uh, to Key West, Florida. Uh, it's 3,000 miles of connecting cities, communities, and watersheds together. Is it done? <clears throat> you can ride it today. Uh, by the end of the summer, I will have ridden from Canada to uh, North Carolina. Not bad. So it's 30% off-road. 31%, I apologize. Off-road today. Uh, and we keep growing it uh, rapidly in certain areas, in particular in the Philadelphia region. Uh, it's just phenomenal what's been happening along the East Coast Greenway alignment.
0: Let's go. All right. Let me ask because trail projects go differently, but there's not a PennDOT or a US DOT that takes responsibility for these big things. I'm assuming that the actually knows some of these answers, but that the East Coast Greenway is not one big group where the East Coast Greenway is being built by
1: one entity. Not at all. And the really interesting thing about the East Coast Greenway is that it's really led by volunteer state leadership. And when I say volunteer state leadership, I mean wonderful state committees that together bring locals, people who build trails, advocates, all in the same room thinking about this vast project and how they can complete their component of it. And that's where Pennsylvania has been one of the real leaders. There are many leaders in many states, but the, the efforts of the committee and the political uh, views and, and focuses in the Philadelphia region in particular over the last eight years under Mayor Nutter and now under Kenny have been just wonderful at, at developing and, and really spurring forward trail development, particularly along the Delaware River from Center City north to the Bucks County border is going to be a trail in four years. It was just a dream four years ago. That's this is time. huge. Now, do you have to, you know, Philadelphia gets it
0: about trail. I mean, you've got the circuit, you've got the East Coast Greenway. Pennsylvania gets it, I think, mostly about trails in general from your our experience. But is it still something you have to go sell in a lot of communities, or do you have to go in and make the case for the trails along a lot of the Corridor, or people sort of clamoring to say, "Bring it to us."
1: There is a variety of things and and ideas about trails that we experience, and when we look at cities, cities generally get it. Philadelphia is one of the real champions in that, but it's not the only champion along the East Coast or in the West Coast, for that matter. Um, when we get out into the rural areas, those connectors in between the cities, you know, it can be a little bit more of a challenge to to build a a, a Thirty-mile trail that connects the cities, and what's the value to those local people? Um, so it's it's one of the more challenging areas, but on the same time, at the same time, it's a glorious set of back roads that you can be riding. So that's another yeah. wonderful experience that you can get on the ECG. So you're doing all your
0: cycling. There's been I can't remember who the uh, example was being made, but basically, people looking for places where they can ride with a twelve-year-old kid. And on-road isn't always that. Is the goal for the East Coast Greenway to eventually be all off-road?
1: The goal is for it to be 100% off-road. And will that goal be achieved? It will probably be close to achieved. And there are going to be challenging areas where you have historic resources uh, that simply can't have a trail installed on it, etc. So I feel that we'll get very close to that, maybe by 2040. 2040.
0: Yeah, long trail. I mean, trail folks have long horizons.
1: I mean, correct? If we get gray hair slowly.
0: Okay. Well put. All right. And as you're working at the state level, I mean, Pennsylvania's got some amazing bigger networks and everything. You get to see through your role with DCNR a lot of the proposals, a lot of the projects, a lot of the thinking. Where's Pennsylvania headed as a trail state?
1: You know Pennsylvania is really a leader uh in trails um, and i I can say that because we we have more rail trails than anyone else we've we've got a lot of focus on connecting trails together uh not just building one alignment or another but how do we link them all together um the uh, other states that are phenomenal, I mean, many out on the West Coast have, have been doing this longer than, than we have been here. Uh, and we're, we're very fortunate to have leadership in the state that that's, understands this. And, and this, is, this is not just a recreation facility or, or group. This is, this is a transportation-focused thing as well. I mean, we use trails for every aspect of life in Pennsylvania and beyond, and it's understood. We have wonderful leadership at the state level, as I said, and it just keeps getting brighter.
0: Well, as it gets brighter, other opportunities come up, and you've also, the 9-11 Trail, which is obviously born out of the horrors of 9-11,
1: you want to talk a little bit about what the vision there is? Sure, sure. So the, the September 11th National Memorial Trail Alliance is a a group of people. It's a nonprofit, um, trail development group that works to connect the three crash now Memorial sites. So the Pentagon, uh, in Shanksville, Pennsylvania is flight 93 in New York city is the freedom tower and the, and the museum and the Memorial. It's a 1300 mile series of trails and roads. Um, We break them up into the eastern leg, the western leg, and the northern leg. Um, And by far the longest distance piece, uh, leg, if you will, is from Shanksville to New York City. Uh, We've just completed a a visioning study on that in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. And we expect to start to sign it, as a matter of fact, uh, reasonably soon, in the next year or two, which would be just a fabulous way to connect these really special places together we're just at the beginning of working with Congress to make it a a memorial and historic trail Um, so that's in the works as well this is something of significance to the country and uh, it's tragic and yet really it's it's a place for people to remember and it's a way to connect people to what happened and Having ridden a good chunk of the northern leg through Pennsylvania, I can say you can almost ride across Pennsylvania without really riding over hills. (laughs) I'll believe that when I ride
0: it, but yeah. I'll take you (coughs) for a ride. Okay. and as, you, as you're looking at those links, it's the East Coast Greenway, really, from D.C. to New York. That's correct. And then it's much of the Great Allegheny Passage and the CNO Canal linking the Pentagon and Shanksville. That's correct. With planning going on in Shanksville?
1: Yes. We were fortunate enough to get CSX to donate right-of-way from Shanksville or close to Shanksville down to the Great Allegheny Passage. Uh, We also have funding in place to do the building of that piece of trail. It'll be about nine miles of rail trail that will connect the Great Allegheny Passage, which is a vast destination for people internationally coming to Pennsylvania to ride their bikes, uh, up to Shanksville.
0: So when you go out and recreate, do you ride? when I have time. And where where the where do you want to ride more than anywhere
1: else right now? Oh, I'll tell you, I love riding actually in cities. There's so much to see. But getting out on backcountry roads, connecting, linking trails together is phenomenal. Uh, one of the one of the things that we also work on, many of us in this region, is the circuit. And the circuit is a system of trails that's three hundred plus miles complete, four hundred and more to be built. And if you start looking at the maps and look at all the small trails and the big trails that are combined, I live about 35 miles away from here as the crow flies. And I can ride my bike 42 miles and get to my house with only about seven miles on road when you start to knit together the fabric that has been built and exists today in the whole Philadelphia region. It's really phenomenal. So
0: who supports that? I mean, who are the you know, for a long time, the, the cyclist thing was all these people in spandex, and that's who who was supporting and pushing trails. Who's who's supporting the circuit?
1: So you know, the circuit is really—it's <clears throat> a, a really nice group of different organizations that work very closely together um, to to work to get the political focus on the development of these larger regional trails and it's really all about livability of communities and counties connecting people to their places and to places that they want to go Uh, it's quality of life Um, it's economics it's very important Um, people who have businesses who want to locate somewhere look for places that people want to be and one of the highest things that people want it seems, is trails. And, you know, when the millennials uh, are looking at places to live, they want to be in towns, they want to be in cities, they want to be where things are happening. They don't want to have to use a car. They want to be able to use public transportation, zip car, and alternative transportation like cycling or skateboarding or unicycling or taking a walk.
0: So this is – you're pushing – See, thousands of miles of trail in, in all these things you're doing. How do you pay for it? How do we pay for these things and where's it come? You know, who's responsible for it?
1: Sure. So, you know, when you think of a trail costing something, uh, it's actually a really smart investment for communities. <clears throat> the communities that have been working and investing in trails already are the communities that are thriving today in these nodes outside of the metropolitan areas. And you you'll see that when you go out and you take a look at the the cost of housing, the types of of land use, the densities that are being done. The money, you know, it's an investment. And and the state invests, the federal government invests um wonderful foundations invest like the William Penn Foundation and and Mazur Foundation many many different organizations invest foundations invest in in trails because they realize that that's a very very important thing to connect people in their communities to their watersheds to to nature right. get people where they want to be the healthiest people are the ones who are outside is, you know reasonable amount of time um And that's, you know, proven over and over, you know, we're all focused on our screens these days. And it's something that we're really productive, but it takes a toll on us all.
0: Well, it takes a toll. And as it takes a toll, I think also putting these projects and thinking about them isn't just a few people doing it. I mean, are you guys, what's the volunteer effort like out there? What's the... You know, the people think about it, and even in government, are there folks sitting in agencies that are really helping to push this?
1: Sure, sure, sure. So, you know, I'm going to go back to <clears throat> really, really the beginning is the municipalities thinking together. And it's the, the grassroots people going, you know, we want to do something. We want to make this this old rail line into a trail. or We want to be able to access this 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 river over here, and can't we do something about it? Counties quietly buy up properties along flood zones. All these sorts of things happen all the time, Um, and when we when we see the outcome of the local grassroots and the energy that is therefore brought up to the state level and to the municipalities, um, funding goes to those great projects that have a real energetic. I'll call it culture, uh, that, that wants to get things done.
0: And how, who takes care of these things when all is said and done?
1: That's a million dollar question. Uh, or (coughs) multi-million, multi-million it could be. Um, maintenance on a trail is an ongoing challenge for many, many places. And it's an ongoing reason for resistance to building them is that longer term cost associated with having trails in place. I'd like to look at it slightly differently. How much does it cost to build a new road? How much does it cost to maintain that new road? Is that road going to bring more people? Is the trail gonna really bring more people? The trail might bring more people than the road would bring, which would be better for your tax base. You know, those numbers fluctuate, but the concept of building what people want versus another road, Really does make sense. And it can offset the costs associated with maintenance, which r- really vary depending upon the type of surfaces and, and details you have in the trail and how many ADA crossings, all, all sorts of things like that.
0: Well, so as we're talking about all these things and you're looking to the future, is this trails have gone from being sort of these little individual things off on their own to this big interconnection? Is that What do you see as your vision going forward for this whole interconnected mess?
1: Well, there's, there's the need to connect very locally. There's a need to connect regionally, and there's a need to connect these vast interstate types of systems. But the vast interstate type of system is actually just a regional trail to most people or just a local trail to most people. And that last, you know, 500 feet or half a mile, those are very important connections, too, because it can connect a whole community that maybe it's a cul-de-sac community with one exit onto a fast road. But there's a trail over here. These all these things are very important. Uh, Right now, the state has prioritized long distance trails. And we really want to make sure we have those last few feet connections as well, because they're all very important to people who are local and yet they really expand into large regional and, and national things.
0: So what's missing, other than money, I'm not gonna give you the easy way out on this one. <clears throat> other than money, if you could change one thing in sort of the whole panoply of trail issues from dealing with railroads to ordinances to dots and I mean to DOTs in multiple states, what's the one thing that if you had the magic wand you wish you could change?
1: It's when people in leadership really want to see it happen. It happens. They're, they find a way to make it happen. And you really see this in in areas, um, I'll just focus right back on Philadelphia, I'll focus on Pittsburgh. The, the trail systems that have been built in both of those areas are really, really phenomenal. Um, you know, we have award-winning trails too. I mean, the York Trail, uh, the Northern... Uh, Central Trail, um, they're phenomenal, they're long-distance, they're regional. Um, But it really comes down to getting the people in charge and the people who aren't necessarily the elected ones also uh, focused on this because it's best for communities. When we look at all the different um, questionnaires that are sent out about you know, what do you want your your funds spent on? What are missing as far as park and recreation? Trails always comes in either at the top or right below it. Um, and, you know, it's a phenomenal thing to realize that, you know, anywhere you go, that's one of the top priorities in people's minds. So this is something that, that not only politicians can get behind and feel comfortable, but it's also something that the administrative people behind the politicians can help to agendize and and be right for everyone in their community.
0: So sort of as a final call to action, if anybody's listening who is interested in trails or getting them developed, what would you ask them
1: to do as users, stewards, potential users? Go to your commissioner's meetings, speak at public comment periods, ask for more trails, ask them to support local trails and long-distance trails the September 11th trail will connect communities from Pittsburgh all the way to the Delaware River it's the biggest thing that's happening in Pennsylvania as far as trails Um, that's just one of many large projects going on the Delaware and Lehigh Canal is pushing very hard to complete their system of 165 miles they're at 85 percent complete today uh, we've been working on the southern end of that um, between Morrisville and Bristol for about six to eight years, and I expect it to be complete in by 2021. Fantastic. All right, Andy. Thank
0: you so much for doing this. Andy Hamilton, uh, East Coast Greenway Coalition trails dcnr's trail advisory group the man for trails uh check out all those groups and thank you so much for doing this i appreciate it
1: great to see you
0: and uh pay attention for another episode coming up of uh pennsylvania legacies it's a great opportunity to be able to talk with all these folks thanks Pennsylvania's Legacies is a production of the Pennsylvania Environmental Council. The views expressed by guests and even by the host are not necessarily those of the Pennsylvania Environmental Council. Our thanks to Regan Curry, who produces the show for us, and also to M Sound Recording Studios, who provides us with studio space in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Check them out. It's a great facility if you need recording work. And look for the Pennsylvania Environmental Council at www.pecpa.org and find many of our projects and policy work there. Thanks for listening.